Hello and welcome to the fifth episode of the Halftimers Podcast. I am your host, Evan Hale. With me is my brother, Ian Hale, Corndog Jimmy. What's up, everybody? And you know what? We, we might as well just keep this guy full-time, eh, Jim? Yeah. You know what? Sign Dylan, the contract. Dylan Burgess, back I'll, again. I'll sign the dotted line. Yeah. We'll get something printed up for you. Yeah. We're going to so, have to get the logo changed now. Yeah. We're going to add a third guy, just like in the background. Um, so we just finished watching the Super Bowl. The Buccaneers are your Super Bowl world champions by a score of 31 to 9. Does that surprise anyone in this room? Surpri- yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. It does. Um, Chiefs made me look bad in front of my friends. Surprise? I'm going to say no, not surprised. Why not surprised? Because I think the Chiefs tonight, well, coming into the game, you had the two missing offensive linemen, or was it three? You had two tackles out, and I think one of them was on COVID list or something. It was either their guard or their center. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he was out earlier this season. Yeah, well, okay, there was a lot of holding calls tonight, a lot of offside penalties for them, just a lot of, you know, nitpicky mistakes that you got to clean up when you're playing a guy like Tom Brady. And uh, I really don't think they could overcome their offensive line struggles tonight. And you know what? We did say to beat the Chiefs, you have to play Mm -hmm. a perfect game Mm -hmm. and be lucky. And that was the Buccaneers tonight. And it was was no-hitter perfect game territory. Like, like... Tom Brady was lights out. Lights out. That defense, as we've been saying. I see you smugging, Ian. Yeah, I got it. I'm going to let y'all finish. <laughs> the defense, though, like we've been saying, showed up and showed out. Mm-hmm. Like, that front seven took over the game. Yeah. Like, as soon as they got their first touchdown, the front seven for the Buccaneers just took over. And, you know, it, it's one thing to have to plug one leak, you know, whether it's JBP or Shaq Barrett in the offensive line getting through. But it's another thing when you got to plug two or three leaks at a time. Just like if you're seeing your flat bottom, yeah. <laughs> one leak's not a problem, but once two or three of them just start popping up, what happens? That's why you always carry a can of Flex Seal in your boat. <laughs> <laughs> can you explain um, what's a, a turf toe? What is turf toe? I don't know. Can you explain that to me? So basically, turf toe is kind of like an inflammation in your ligaments. And your big toe, where it like it swells up and it's painful to push off, because you generate. You know when you you push off of your foot, you generate a lot of power. Right. So when you push, your toes will curl back in, and uh-huh. that's just constant use of those ligaments. That and are you in can't your toe. use those if you. Yeah, if it's inflamed. all swollen and inflamed, you can't. You don't have a lot of range of motion. Okay. And it's very painful. So. Because I don't know if you guys noticed, but. Pat Mahomes is having surgery on that specific injury, he, and it's definitely noticeable that it... He was moving a little gingerly at times tonight, you could yeah, tell. Well, like he... And it, it certainly wasn't helping him having to run around 30 yards in the yeah, in the yeah. backfield trying to because play backyard those, football. Oh, uh, man, those DNs and D, those the whole D-line was in Pat Mahomes' face all night. And because of that play of that defense tonight, Tom was able to do exactly what he does best which is to keep the game simple. Just efficient, man. He Just efficient. He missed eight passes. He was 21 for 29. I, I told y'all to bang the under on the passing yards tonight for Tom. I did say it. I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be a, a, a gunsling-type fest for Tom. 
Didn't think it was going to be a... If it was a gunsling, like we thought it was going to be, then, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, Mahomes would have won that one. But, I mean, 21 for 29, 201 yards and three touchdowns later. And only took one sack. And only took one sack, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, the, the Chiefs' inability to put pressure in Tom's face tonight. And to get off the field on third down. And to get off the field, on, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's 27th in the NFL went under pressure. His QBR is 10.6. So, you gotta get that, that's 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 how you beat Tom, and they were unable to do that tonight. Mm-hmm. That well, I don't want to say that the Buccaneers beat the Chiefs because like the whole game, it really felt like the Chiefs were beating the Chiefs. Yes, yes, yes. Which is whenever you're doing that, it's impossible to beat Tom Brady. It's, it's impossible because that's his whole game is. He's just not going to beat himself. He, he plays the whole. He plays mm-hmm. the mental game. He'll so take well. his checkdowns, anything easy. That's he'll take what the defense gives him. Yeah. And then when you got Fournette rushing for over ninety yards, and Rojo had a couple spurts. Let's see. Sixty-one. Sixty-one. Twelve carries for sixty-one. It's that's not terrible. It's not, and he looked very good on the ground tonight. They they were running efficiently, and then that just opened up the play action for him. Gronk was wide Gronk. open some plays. Yep. And it's like. Once that connection gets going, you might as well like pack it in. You know what's infuriating, bro? Gronk is the same age as Travis Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> and Gronk was retired last year. Yeah. And Gronk moves around like an 80-year-old man. It wouldn't surprise me if he was like, all right, I'm done now. Yeah, he, I think you have to hang him up after that. Unless Tom's like, I need you, boy. I need you one more year. But what's the point? What's the point of Brady playing one more year besides to just, you know, Go full scorchers and go catch every record so you, in the record book. You think he should close the door now? Uh, why? What's the point of coming back? You're 43. You've got seven. You don't want eight. Seven <laughs> Super Bowls. Yeah, but I mean, he looked good tonight. You know, he he looked better than most quarterbacks. If this team is able to stay together through the off season and you're able to get a B and all these other guys back. I don't see why. I don't see go. why you don't go for it, but I do see what you're saying is like you've already beat the guy that everybody's looking at to be the next you, you basically. Yeah. So why even leave the door open it's, to letting him beat you when you're already one to know against him? I mean, yeah. I know it's there's this whole thing about us, love for the game, yada yada, mm-hmm. all this other good Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. You got seven, bro, and you won four of them. Go after out on you top, seventy percent win percentage in the Super And you Bowl. know Bill Belichick is watching this. Game oh, he's tonight. punching air right he, now. Yeah. Just in his house. I don't care what anybody says. Bill was watching that game very closely tonight. Yeah, but he it's crying. like he crying. He crying. I don't feel like the. I feel like the debate is kind of pointless. Yeah, yeah, it's pointless because they. I think they needed each other in the long run. Yeah. They, that that's just because Tom was a young co- player coming in. Mm-hmm. Bill has unreal football knowledge, mm-hmm. and they just complemented each other well. And Tom was able to take all that knowledge he learned with him yeah. to build a new culture in Tampa. Everything he's ever learned from Bill. Yeah. So it's, they in the end they really needed each other. And it was like Tom was a six round pick. So like when he came in, he, he was all yes sir, no sir, you know, do as he was told type player. And then, like, as that relationship developed, they really started to, like, open it up. And now Brady has developed into this guy that he is now. Mm-hmm. <coughs> um, oh, man. But back to, like, the Chiefs beating the Chiefs. Uh, 11 penalties for 120 yards. Mm-hmm. That's... You're not winning any football, football game no, like that. No, not You're a not chance. winning any football game like that. Oh, jeez. 
Jimmy's giving me a look. Yeah. All right, bro. The look. Come on. Like, let's be honest. Let's 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 be honest, please. Do like, I need to go downstairs and get the foil and make a hat. No, <laughs> no, because this is at this point it's a widely accepted. Like, we need to start. We need to have a real sit. That well, not us because we don't do. Well, we're doing a real sit down. We are. Yeah, we are having a real sit down talk, but like we're not. We're not part of any NFL operations. But like, can we get our heads out of our rear ends about this and like start holding these old men? accountable for their actions because they are costing people their livelihoods it is so hard to make a super bowl in the first place and then to have just absolutely asinine calls go against you sometimes granted some of them were correct they were i will give them i will give credit where Mm -hmm. credit is due Mm -hmm. but the end of that first half man that was an absolute shit show Tom, of flags. Tom getting in a Honey Badger's face. And he got what? a... Yeah. Tyron Matthew got a, a a misconduct for that. Yeah. You want to explain that to me, son? You well, want to explain went, that to me? To for, like, I feel like it should have at least gone both ways. Yeah, it could have been offsetting. The, the first one is fine. That's just normal trash talk back and forth. Like, he didn't hit him. He didn't, like... He didn't, but he, like... Come on, bro. He put his finger in his face. He didn't put it in his face mask. He didn't CD CJ Gardner Johnson him. But still, you don't <laughs> like, think that could have gone like that that should have been offsetting it. No, it shouldn't have because Tyron Matthew was trying to run away. He was like, Oh yeah, you got me, you got me. And then uh, Tom chased Psycho, him Psycho 15 Tom. yards. He chased him down from 15 yards away and got in his face. And Tyron Matthew got the penalty. I think that was because of the previous foul. He called the woman ref a bad name. But, you know, we're going to say that for the speculation It is possible because he was in her face. Yeah, he was, he was in her yeah. face after that P.I. Shout out to the woman. To yes. Sarah Thomas. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to make sure we mention her name. Shout out Sarah Thomas. Shout out uh, Lori Lacust and... I'm going to butcher this. Does anybody else want to try? So nope. fuck it up. I'll give it a chance. Go ahead, Jim. But yeah, Sarah. Sarah Thomas. First woman to. Officiate a Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Meryl Javdafar. Yeah, the Javdafar coach. For the. Bucks. Yeah, the, okay. All for the Bucks. The the down judge is Sarah Thomas. Uh, Lori Lacoste is the assistant D-line coach. And Meryl Javdafar. Defar, yeah, Defar, assistant strength and conditioning coach. So shout out all three of those women. Sorry, Meryl. Impact in the game. If we butchered her name, I'm very, very sorry. Apologize. <laughs> um, what? Else? Oh, the ticky tack penalties that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, they were the end of the first half was bad. Because they called that P.I. on Tyron Matthew, and then he got the unsportsmanlike penalty. Well, right even the P.I. before that, like, there was an... Uh, first off, if you're going to sit here and tell me that that was a catchable ball that, that Tom Brady threw to Mike Evans, I will straight up call you a liar. I'm sorry. You really don't think it was... No. Really? You honestly think... He, didn't he might be able to stretch out and if die. He did, if, he, if he stretches out and catches that, that's an all-time sports Yeah, no, it definitely play. is. It but definitely is. if he's but. just, like, a, every... Get any given Sunday, he's not catching that ball. I mean, Mike not. Evans he's, is 6'5". Mike Evans is 6'5". That's great. You <laughs> could put Megatron out there. Megatron probably missed that ball. Come on, son. Like, that ball was so over badly overthrown, and it wasn't even a blatant pass interference. The, the DB tripped and, like, caught, like, one spike on the back foot of Mike Evans. So, one. So we uh, obviously have to mention the um, – I don't know if you want to call it bottling up of Tyreek Hill tonight. He obviously didn't have 200 yards, 
three touchdowns like he did in their Week 12 meeting. They just did what the Saints did. Too high safety. Too high safety. Oh, except Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah, except Tony Romo wasn't like <laughs> every, every time you've seen it. But back to the penalties just real quick. Um, the last P.I. before the half ended. That was, on Tyron Matthew. That was disgustingly when, bad. When yeah. Tom was throwing the ball, like, clearly throwing the ball out the back of the end zone. Yeah, he almost hit the first row. Un- yes. Uncatchable ball, like, very uncatchable. They called Tyron for a P.I., which, it, even if it was a catchable ball, I wouldn't have called it P.I. Because, like, they bumped off the line, and then they they would just hand Oh, Tyron was in zone, and then... Mike Evans comes in and initiates contact and then breaks off. Mm. With Tom Brady had thrown the ball away at that point, and they still called P.I. Yeah. Back to, wait, first off, I don't know if anybody saw, but, can, like, I want to see somebody put a timer on that first P.I. on Mike Evans from how long <laughs> old boy fell down <laughs> to the time they threw the actual flag. Yeah, He had to be at least three minutes after he'd fallen. Like, he threw it to the moon because, like, I saw him, like, reach for it, and then I just saw it fly in the air and then land right It felt like we went to three commercial breaks by the time that oh, flag hey, came bro. in. Just, okay, so now we can talk about the Chiefs' offense against the Bucks' defense. Mm-hmm. Now that we got the penalties and stuff out the way. Um, yeah, not having Tyreek Hill be Tyreek Hill affected them a lot. Because Kelsey got his. Mm-hmm. Kelsey went for 10-133. Yeah, I mean, he had a great game. And Tyreek. A, a, a silent 132, a I would say. One, a very yeah. silent 132. Very quiet. Because it's like. They were just overshadowed by the Bucks. Yeah. That defense was just smothering, and that I offense mean, was just humming. Mahomes got knocked down, I think, nine times. That, it showed that they were missing. When you have key to pieces run out there. twenty yards backwards every time, they were missing. Your it's key bad, dude. Like they were. It was so. Like just he was just awful throwing them up, and somehow they were hitting their the receivers in the face. We got it. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm the Pat Mahomes, mask. I'm coming into the locker room and I'm smacking somebody in the head because was it, I don't was know. It, it was there. Was Darren it, Williams? Yeah. It hit you in the face mask, yeah. dog. In the face mask, and you didn't catch it. So in the face. Get your mask. hands up, son. I would think the biggest gripe that I have mm-hmm. with Andy Reid's play calling tonight, mm-hmm. he only ran the ball 17 times. Yeah. Well, he waited he went, way too long to He do went it. out and got Clyde's Edward, Edwards Hilaire. They didn't even use him all but season. You, but you also saw that defensive line and how they're winning at the point of attack. I really don't think they could have gone in there, ran the ball 30 times, and really generated it any does, success. It doesn't matter because if but you But running at 17 and making your guy, your quarterback who's got a bad foot throw I will give, times. Yeah. I will give Andy some slack in this situation because he was missing two key offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. Because the Saints, Alvin was, what, five yards of carry against them in, mm-hmm. in the divisional round? You can run on them. You can run on them. You just, if, if you wait until the... Halftime, Andy. It's not gonna work. <laughs> it's not gonna work. Sean Payton Jr., bro. Like, cause I like, I was like, all right, bro. Like, hand, they're gonna hand it off to Clyde here in the first quarter, and like they were just like setting up passes for Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and stuff. And I was like, why does Andy Reid never give the ball to Clyde Edwards-Helaire? It was that, or then like half, like during the season too. It was like Clyde would start tearing off runs, and then guess what? They abandoned the run. Le'Veon Bell comes in, <laughs> yeah, and then catches a screen pass that he gets blown up three yards behind the line for. And like 
Reek had pedestrian numbers too, like you said, because mm-hmm. he was seven for seventy-three. Too high safety, man. Which yeah, is, and then they also, which is a good stat line. It's a good stat line, but, but it's not Tyreek Hill numbers. And when you look at the bigger picture of it, the most of those yards come or were coming once the Bucks had already established a lead and were just playing the. They're playing. The, yeah, nothing cheap, nothing deep. Yeah, they're playing prevent defense. Yeah, they're just taking the underneath. Correct. Because at the start of the game, they were doubling Kelsey, they were doubling Tyreek Hill. That's when you run the ball, Andy. <laughs> yeah, Andy. That's run when the you ball. run the ball. Because, like, I would like the matchup of Clyde's Edward Alaire versus that line, that linebacking You court. didn't see him a couple times. He was just uh, like, jump-cutting dudes out of their cleats, man. Like, you went out specifically at the last pick in the first round last year, last draft. To get Clyde's Edward Lair to have a running game. Mm-hmm. And then you didn't use him. What was the point of all that? I, like I said, I really don't think against that number one rushing defense that you you would have... Your best chance of to move the ball on the ground was getting Mahomes rolling out of the pocket and getting off his spots anyway and squirting out the three and four yards. But... I guess my point is, it would have benefited them more to run more than seven. Just where they're times. just where they're not one dimensional and throwing yeah. the ball fifty times a they're game. Throwing the ball fifty times. Yeah, they threw it fifty times. And he threw yeah. two picks. Yeah, and he's hurt. So you need a running game. If right. You don't establish a running game. You can't set up the pass. Unbelievable, man. Tom Brady, man. The Tom Brady effect. He really rode them boys to the Super Bowl, man. Come on. And now I'm, we're gonna have to. I, I think it's more of just I'm more mad at myself than now I'm going to have to, like... I mean, nobody's going to really <laughs> hold me accountable on Twitter because I, I, was, I was in every talking head's ear at the beginning of the season when they were like, oh, the Bucks are going to win the Super Bowl. And I was like, you are out of your mind right. if you think the Bucks are going to win. Well... It just came together, bro. Put my foot in my mouth, I guess. <laughs> they got hey, way, to, way to own up to it, though. I mean, it's just... It's aggravating. Because, like, you know, when... When you lose, man, you don't want to lose. You don't want to lose, man. You don't want to lose, hey, and you don't want to be hey, held accountable. Hey. Like I was telling y'all, I was very emotional today. Super Bowl Sunday is always an emotional day for me. Mm-hmm. Very tough day for us Saints fans, especially when you have to watch another NFC South team. Why are you going to phrase it like that? <laughs> I don't know how else I you can better phrase it. Hey, I, I'll give credit. I'll give This is the only credit I'm going to give to the Bucks. Shout out to the Bucks for being the only other NFC South team to win a Super Bowl because the Panthers went twice, lost both times, and the Falcons. Yikes! We're not even gonna bring that up. Falcons fans, y'all need to just like, I don't know, maybe relocate. <laughs> Man, the poor Chiefs. They could have been the first team to repeat. They Since 2003, 2004, man. Since Tom did it. Yeah. They look flat. They came out flat, like. It is almost like they came out expecting to steamroll them again. I don't know who the Chiefs punter is, but man. Move. He had three shanks. like Rough night. Yeah. Jesus. You you heard the stat that the first punt he kicked in this game was the second punt of the whole entire postseason? Tommy Townsend, baby. Jesus Mm -hmm. Christ. Tommy Townsend. Bruh. Maybe he didn't get enough practice throughout him. Divisional and championship game. I don't even know if it was that. I feel like he was just like nervous, man. Like another shout out I give to the Bucks is their O line, their D line, and their O line. Oh, please up. don't make me shout out this O line. This O line is just bad. They're, they're not just bad. They just they're Super not. Bowl. They're, all right, yeah, they did just win the Super Bowl, but it's like, it's like like they're not elite. Like they just the do worst. enough. They do 
enough. The Patriot way. They do enough. They don't beat themselves. Hey, they do Play their job. Play championship caliber defense. They do their job. Don't turn the football over. That's all you got to do. Because this is this, isn't this the same O-line from last year? No, I mean, they got the Werfs kid. When Tristan Werfs? Yeah, I mean. But this is the, it's basically the same O-line that Jameis had when he threw 30. Yeah, but Jameis so. also needed LASIK, so. <laughs> Jameis is also not Tom Brady. <laughs> but still, like, this is the same situation you had when Peyton went to the Broncos, man. He just... Tom's just that type of dude where he just, like, he raises the level of everybody in the building, man. He just makes everybody better. Wait, what do you mean by it's the same thing as when Peyton When Peyton went to the Broncos, and the Broncos, like, suddenly were just, like, kings of the world, could not be beat. They had the defense. They did have the defense, yeah. When you play against that type of guy every day in practice, you get better. That's a fair point. Iron sharpens iron. Makes you really think about it, is Drew Brees really in the GOAT conversation with all them shit-ass defenses. Bounty Gate screwed us, man. <sighs> nah, 2018. It's our downfall. It's our downfall, bro. We're going to be back. We would have had Tom in 2019 if Drew would have won it in 18, I'm telling you. He's being selfish. We could have had Pat Mahomes if Andrew E wasn't a bitch. Blue balled us. Okay, <laughs> bro. Could have had Deshaun. Could have had Lamar. Could have had Darius Leonard. All right, bro. Get out of here. Frank Clark. Okay, Jimmy's hot takes. Jeez, right, <laughs> donate five dollars to get Jimmy out of his feelings. <laughs> um, what is a what is just an overwhelming day? It was, I would say overwhelming. I don't know. Like, I had a pretty good weekend. Besides this, it wasn't stressful. It wasn't like it doesn't feel like the football season's over. You no, know? It, I couldn't it's be any more glad that it's it is. over. I I had that thought on the way. To come see you to go get a bowl of gumbo before. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had to come get some of uh, Grimace's gumbo before. Yeah, yeah, I got you right. Bob yeah. put tomatoes in his gumbo, let him lie to you. No, son. He put. <laughs> boy, boy, act like he put tomatoes in there. He put red bell peppers. Oh. Yeah, he threw me off the trail a little bit. Jimmy boy was had bugging, too. Oh, he was like, boy, I'm not eating this if you put tomatoes in it. And I'm like, bro, look, dig deep. They got them in there. <laughs> Yeah. Not second that gumbo. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I had that. I had to start on the way to, to the house to come eat some gumbo with you, and I said, "Like this is gonna be the this is the last football we're gonna see until like April." Like the whole entire like Drew Brees COVID, I think... Tom Brady Belichick chapter has just closed, and like we're just gonna open up into like. Who knows? I was gonna, Who even knows I'm when gonna next year's going to look like? I'm going to piggyback on that because yeah, I think we're do. heading into, like, some really fun football. The, some, like, the new era of football, bro. Like, like it's like going to be wide open. Dude's just dropping 50 every other week. Like, I have a feeling <laughs> it's going to be a crazy offseason. I can't wait. And dude, next it's already, season is like, going to be, like, it's going to hit this the is, ground This running. is going to be the best offseason. It's already geared up like that, too. Like, we've already had, like, little – Taste here yeah. and there, and it hasn't even. It's not even the actual offseason. Yeah, well, so I guess actually, and, it, it is. and it's not even just the quarterbacks moving around, son. Like, there's some big name position mm-hmm. players going to be moving around too. Since you brought it up, it's time for QB Carousel Part Two, boys. <laughs> Woo! Since we're talking about the offseason stuff, let's just get into it. Okay. So QB Carousel. Are we good on the Super Bowl? Does anybody have any final thoughts, closing thoughts? Congratulations, uh, Buccaneers. Yeah. Congrats, Tom Brady. Yeah, You're the congrats, goat. Tom. I mean. uh... Not much more we can really say about you. Can you stop dragging your nuts across the league, please? Yeah. Like, can you just retire? You couldn't let Drew get one, you fuck. Just you couldn't let Drew get one just more, one. bro. Because Tom's going to play till he's fucking 50, the bastard. 
Just retire, Tom. What's and the point, man? we also like we were talking about earlier. We got to see who they who they're able to keep throughout free agency. Yeah, because they do have a lot of big names. They got a lot of big names. But um, let's get into some QB carousel. I'm ready. Oh. You ready? Let's do it. Okay. So this week's topic: Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz. The Two first round team. picks. We want it. Colts and Bears seem to be the front runners in that conversation. Yes. Yeah, go Bears. Bears are going to get him. I I'm want a, him on the Colts. I'm liking the Colts, too. I want him on the Colts. Frank Reich's the head coach of the Colts? Yes. And when Carson Wentz had his MVP, MVP caliber season. He did tear his ACL, though. He was with Frank Reich. He was with Frank Reich. Yeah. At ACL, man, that, that thing will get you, man. But, but, Step uh, five on the staircase. Now, another shout out, Kentrell. Uh, we was talking about it the other day. He said the Colts would need another receiver. Oh, absolutely. They need to draft somebody because the Michael Pittman T Ty is getting old, man. Ty is getting old, but Michael Pittman's a stud. Michael Pittman's a stud, but they need somebody or even a, another because they got three tight ends over there: Jack Doyle, yeah. Mo Alley Cox, and uh, God, I don't even is Eric Ebron? He's no, on he's the on the he's on the Steelers. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, where are the Colts drafting? I want to say you know, the teens. Let me pull it up. Teens or twenties? Because they went to the yeah. no, they lost to the uh, pull it up. Bills and the Wild Cards. Pull it probably teens. Pulling it up. Pulling it up. Like twenty-one. Like teens. Yep, that was close. Twenty-one. You can still find a good receiver in the twenties. Mm. But if they trade for a wish, they probably have to give up that pick. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, true. but like you're so looking, you can probably find a receiver in the second round. Let's, but, or you can look to somebody who's pretty deep. Receiving core. Who are you and thinking? Maybe trade him a future pick for it. Who are you thinking? He's talking about us. <laughs> Not talking about Michael Thomas. No, son. I'm talking about Triquan. Oh. Triquan from us. Take Triquan. Triquan's a serviceable slot now. But they don't have a. They second. have Zach. Okay, so Zach Pascal is pretty. Like it was his rookie year this year. He's. I mean, he was. I liked what I saw, but I didn't he see was good in spurts. But he had, you know. Eight eight time Tommy John champion Phil Rivers thrown to him. God, dude, look like an ironing board. I eh? mean, is Ty is is he still Ty or is he like lost his steps? I so, think if he got a guy like Wentz, we would see like not the old Ty, but remnants of the Ty. Like he would be, he'd get like seven hundred yards. Before before we even bring up like the Colts wanting a trade for Wentz, definitely need to discuss the quarterbacks on the roster. Because they do have Jacoby Brissett, which they're not totally out on, but not necessarily totally in on, in on either. Honestly, they should have been in on him this year. Like, I don't know. I would have probably taken a healthy Brissett over... Phil Rivers, yes. Phil Rivers, yeah, totally. Was he injured? No, they no, just they just brought, brought, they brought him in in like Taysom Hill situations, like third. Yeah, month. yeah, or like Hail Mary. <laughs> no, yeah. so, like he was good when he played. Like he was good enough. In, in two games. years, in two years, he had six thousand passing yards, thirty-one touchdowns, and thirteen picks with the Colts. The two years he played, I think he played Those one pretty solid stats. What Those are. Do, do you have his record when he started that one year? Mm, Ooh, no, were, I do not. They were not great. No, they no, were not but, great. Like, I'm sure. I, Are you like, talking about last season? Yeah, but their defense was just starting to put it together. Like, now, if he played with this defense this year, ooh, when Wins was like when Wins was with Reich, that's whenever he went eleven and two before he got hurt in week what thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, something like that. 
he accumulated 3,300 passing yards, 33 touchdowns, seven picks. So, I mean, that's, like we said, those are MVP-level numbers well, if he doesn't get hurt. In 2019, they went 7-9. and nine. Yeah, so not great for the Colts. Not great. Seven and, nine. and if you get a guy like Wentz and put him with some decent receivers, let's be honest, Eagles have – Okay. Poor, poor receiver talent. No, poor offensive line. They're not the Ravens, Alshon is son. washed. They're not the Ravens. Alshon's washed. What's the rookie? I'm, I'm drawing Rager. a blank. R- Jalen Rager, trash. Trash. Zach Ertz, busted up. Busted. Busted up. Their connection's gone. I don't know what happened with the Ertz thing. And I don't, Ertz doesn't even have a contract with Philly right now, if I'm not That's mistaken. True. Yeah, Ertz is um, on the He's gone. Market. He's gone. They Maybe if you put Carson on a team like that, he'll be able to find that success that he had with Reich. In his MVP season, or his MVP caliber season, I should say. I don't know, man. I want to. I want to see him on the Bears. I, I really want to see Carson Wentz on the Bears. Why? Because what if Allen Robinson walks and he has no receivers to throw to? Which there's a hot. Which if I'm Allen Robinson, I'm gone. I'm gone. Like, I am gone. I'm, go sign with the Jets, son. Well, what, if, what, if, what if they? What if they trade for Wentz? Like, let's say they trade for Wentz tomorrow. You think Allen Robinson's gonna leave now? Bro, if I was Allen Robinson, I'd go sign with the Raiders. What, I want to play with Wentz? Uh, he hasn't proven much since he was with Reich. He had something to show me. If I could go sign with a true contender. Well, what if what if Wentz just needs to change the scenery? Because Philly, and he might. And Philly he is might. just a place that's like, it's, it's they, they, they will beat you down. What if Allen Robinson leaves and goes signs with like the Ravens or something? I don't think he would sign with the Ravens. I don't think if you're a receiver, you look at yeah, that passing, the, the the thirty fifth ranked passing team in the league. And they did just get rid of their passing coordinator. He's yeah. now the head coach of the Houston Texans. So <laughs> we'll see. Last in uh, passing. I can't wait to see Deshaun Watson moved. I can't either, man. What are the Texans doing? Why are we holding on to Deshaun for Be, this one? They they just trying to like They're being petty. Yeah, being petty. Which is is going to screw him in the long run, man, because he's not going to play this year, and you're not going to get, like, you're going to get a good pick, and then you're going to be in a prime spot to draft a quarterback, but you, you're you going to say, oh, we don't need a quarterback because we got Deshaun. He's going to uh-huh. come back. No. No. So, Evan, let me, uh, let me ask you a question. No. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you're, uh, what's your trust level in Jalen Hurts? If you're if you're feeling you're willing to trade Wentz, what does that tell you that they think about Jalen Hurts? He's their best chance to win. You think he's their best chance to win? Yeah, he proved it. He was electric. Y'all think he was he was electric? Yeah, yeah, he was electric when they. You didn't see how all of the football community reacted. When they took him out the game against the football team yeah. in Week 17, yeah, and everybody was, I think that was saying they threw the game. No, that was Doug Peterson trying to like. Send a message to the upstairs. I don't know that that whole situation's messy. They, I think they really do have to blow the whole thing up. I really do. I don't oh, yeah. know how you. you I don't gotta know. Trade I feel like you can go forward with Hurts, uh, but I don't like. That's that. what I'm you saying. Could, I just don't like the head coaching. Hour. I want to try. Yes. I want to try out running this year, and if it's still, you know, like, you know, there's still a bunch of Questions. nonsense going around, then it's time to blow it. Like I'm talking, like from top to bottom, from owner. Everybody Sell below the, the no. Everybody <laughs> below the owner, get him out. How does it turn around so fast in this league, man? How can you go from being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to the Super Bowl champions? How can you go from well, they were seven Super Bowl champions to the like beating like a you a, can't even beat, a good Tom Brady. You can't even win 
the worst division in the league. Like it's crazy, man. Like it's just it just turns around so fast in this league, man. NFL's a fickle bitch, man. Mm-hmm. But you don't think Hurts gives the Eagles the best chance to win? Like you don't think he showed that? I do, but I don't think, I think he's got enough promise th- to win like a playoff game. I I think more than anything what we saw is he's a new quarterback. There's no film on him. Defenses weren't necessarily able to put a stop to what they were trying to do. They haven't built up enough film, kind of like Lamar. When Lamar's MVP season, that was like our first real look at Lamar, but then this year everybody was able to make the adjustments. But you didn't think that, like, yeah, he but sparked he doesn't the have team? Receivers I mean, yes, he definitely was a momentum change for that team for sure. Like, yes. The, just looking at Wentz, how could you believe in a guy? Like, just look at him. You know what I'm saying? Well, his confidence was shot. Absolutely. Your he, coach didn't even believe in you. When he came back for the 2019 season, his confidence was shot. I mean, you had to look I at a shrine. Know, I don't know if Doug Peterson didn't believe in They him. built a shrine of Nick Foles in the locker room. Yeah. Imagine having to look at that every day. Like, your teammates are like, we're riding with, we're riding with Foles. Like, Wednesday got us here, but we're mm-hmm. riding with Foles. Yeah, that's kind of fucked. And then the next year in the playoffs, they ride with Foles again. You so. Know? And then the year after that, Wentz shits the bed. So what's to say he had changed his scenery? He's not going to, like, do you revitalize think, Carson. Do you think Carson I think would. Look, Carson on the Bears turns him into a media playoff contender? No. Uh, not in, either. Not in that division. Not with Matt not in that fact. No, but I think it'll turn around from it being, you know, the Packers and the Vikings roughing it out every year for a chance to go to the playoffs to mm-hmm. now. Well, if the Packers I, keep Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, well, no, because Aaron, Aaron's, what, 34? No, Aaron's 34. Five, thirty-six, or thirty. No, he's he's oh, he's, he's not thirty-six. He's, he's, th- he's thirty-six or thirty-seven. Bro. I thought he was thirty-four. No, nah, he's thirty-six or thirty-seven for All sure. All right, give me your guesses. Here we go. Looking it up. Thirty-seven. Thirty-seven. Okay. Thirty-four. Thirty-seven. What? <laughs> Get you two. Get you two, Bergie. Uh, hey. They never believe me, man. Hey, bro. Oh, no. He's old, bro. Always doubt. I didn't think he was that old. Jesus. I mean, he yeah. just won an MVP too. Did we say that last week? Did we say he was thirty something last week, and I just completely forgot? Probably. It's been a long. It's week. A, like it's a I said, week. it's been a long weekend. This whole this this game was an emotional drain. It for was me. just boring. But back to what he his question about the Bears and Carson. Um, if he goes to the Bears, it doesn't make them a contender. If he goes to the Colts, that's an immediate playoff team to me. They make a they make that defense yeah, they're alone. Playing, they're playing with that the, running game. They're in the AFC, AFC South. South. And, yeah, and in the AFC Who's, South, no Deshaun the Titans, Watson, the Texans, the Jaguars, and the Colts. Yeah, so they're they're all you have to worry about is the Titans. AFC which, South champs. They're probably on, on the downtrend. I don't know. Give it to Jonathan Taylor thirty times a game. Let the defense play defense. Win a division. Simple as that. Which Carson Wentz and Phil Rivers are kind of similar, but Phil Rivers is just... Disgusting. I guess more seasoned no. is the word I want to say, because he's uh, yeah. he played for 17 he's years. More of a, he's more of a gunslinger, too, I would say. He's more of just aired out down the field, whereas Wentz is... He can beat you with your leg, with his legs a little bit. But Wentz can air it out, too. No, he definitely can. But I don't think he has, like, the gunslinger mentality that Phillip Rivers has. I mean, Phillip Rivers was trying to let that bitch rip till the bitter end. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, like, as a PT, going for PT, doesn't Wentz's throwing motion concern you? I don't know. I'd have to watch a video of his Because it's like right when now. he throws it, he, like... It's like a whip effect. Yeah, he, like... Well, Lamar does the same thing. He, yeah. like, slings his elbow yeah. weird. 
As long as, like, he's not, it's not causing him pain, then it's Like, fine. what? Let me see if I can find something for you. Because, like, talk about something. dude, Philip Rivers is throwing motion. That looks absolutely atrocious. Like, I've seen some, some weird throwing motions, like, in baseball and just watching, like, those old Japanese pitchers throwing submarine <laughs> style. You know what I'm talking about, Bernie? Yeah. Like, those look painful. The way Philip Rivers throws looks like... His rotator cuff okay. tore when he was younger, and he just never got it repaired. So watch that. Let me see this. We're going to do a live analysis of Carson Wentz's uh, throwing motion here. Throwing motion. <laughs> okay. Wait, let's back this up. Does he answer the telephone? That's what Bork taught me. That's the number one motion. I mean, it's it's not <laughs> that bad. Like, honestly, like his... Let me go. Let me break this. Some advanced analytics right here. I think it's like his stance is very like Mm. way more wider, but I think it's because he's taller. So his his drops good. I mean, let's see. I mean, his elbow his elbow clears his shoulder. That's what I was taught when I was playing when I was learning how to throw younger. If your elbow can clear your shoulder, you're fine. Okay. Um. Let's see here. Let me check out some of the depth charts of these teams. Um, let's do. Let's start with the Eagles. Eagles depth chart. Yeah, I got my computer this week, bro. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, where are the Eagles drafting? Look that up. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles. So, like on the depth chart, Carson's listed as the backup. Right the Eagles now. are Carson. drafting sixth. They're drafting sixth. That's right, because they. That's that was the whole thing was everybody was saying Dougie P threw it to get the six overall draft pick instead of trying to make the playoffs. That was a whole other thing too. Oh, yeah, that's true. Or, or, or not. So he's giving a six round draft pick and keeping the uh, Giants. Out yeah, of the out of the Giants out of the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, which was like all time. You can find petty moves. So. I mean, with Hertz as your quarterback and the sixth overall pick, you trade Carson Wentz to the Colts and get the twenty-first pick. You get six twenty-one. Ask him, just blow it up, man. You can just get blow it up. No, because like you can get a good receiver. At six. Get you, get you a new offensive. Get you some new get offensive you, uh, tackle. Jamar Chase. You can get a good receiver because they got a pretty solid O line. Mm-hmm. Jamar Chase at number six. They got a good D line. They need to fix their secondary. Definitely need to fix their secondary. So you get a receiver at six and a DB at twenty-one. You know, who knows what might happen with the Eagles? I mean, don't they still have Jalen Mills back there? It's really Ian. Jalen, yeah. I, let me stop. Yeah, I'm capping. Jalen yeah. Mills hasn't been good since he's been in it. Since you know who they LA do show. have is Darius Slay. Yeah, I was just about to say. Yeah, they do have Darius Slay. They, but he had a down year this year. He's on the Eagles. Everybody had a down year in the <laughs> NFC East. Yeah. Like, the NFC East had a down year. Yikes. Zeke Zeke led the league in fumbles until Taysom Hill came along. <laughs> Thank you, Taysom. <laughs> But, yeah, I mean, I think things could, like, they trade Carson, that one that frees up cap space, mm-hmm. that gives them probably a second first-round pick, and then if they don't, like, find the needs that they need met, they freed up all that cap space with the Carson trade, they can get free agents. Yeah, I mean, they got Yeah, but who's going to willingly come to Philadelphia after that dumpster fire that happened this year? You never know, bro. A.B.? No, no chance. I think no. AB signs with the Bucks for another year or two if he can. What if Philly just throws a bunch of money at him? <laughs> just take our money. Yeah, no, I mean, take it. Blank I don't check know time. if AB would leave Tom like that. You yeah, know? him and Tom. I mean, him well, and Tom. Well, well, that's really well, the whole reason he wanted to. Have you seen Tom's Instagram? Yeah, in Chris Godwin free agent. 
Chris Godwin is a free agent. And if they do re-sign Antonio Brown, I would not be shocked if they let go of Chris Godwin. I wouldn't be shocked if Chris Godwin was just like, all right, I'm out. Yeah, I want to go get my – I want to go be a number one somewhere. Get that bag. So. Yeah. Cause I, and and all, all credit to him. Go get like, it. I 100% trust Chris Godwin more than I trust Mike Evans. Any day, you son. Not with the 50-50s, but – I do like him more in the slot. Than I think he's just a physical, tough kid. Yeah, and that's yeah I feel like, like Mike, Mike lets people get in his head way too quick. Yeah, I mean, he's, he, I don't want to say an emotional player, but. He's definitely an emotional player. Okay, an emotional player. I'm going to be crying. Be crying. Like, you saw him on NFL 100 when they forced him to talk about Marshawn Lattimore. Uh-huh. Like, dude did not want to give him props <laughs> at all. Their defense had a good game against me. Yeah, all right, it's Mike. like, bro, he held you to zero catches. <laughs> you ain't caught a touchdown on him in how many years? Like, two? The, and then you've caught and, one and, throwaway yeah, from touchdown? From the one-yard line? Yeah, yeah, come on, Mike. Be good cool. job, bro. Be cool. Yeah. Get out of my face. Um, now let's look at the... You a champion now, son. You got to be humble. Mm-hmm. Let's look at the... Y'all want to do Colts wow, or Mike Bears Evans, chart? the Super Bowl champion. Y'all want to do Colts or Bears death chart first? So we can dissect mm-hmm. the trade either way. Let's do Bears. Bears first. Bears yep. first? Bears first. Okay. I guess we're going to... The best way to do this for the Bears is, like, say what they offered already. Isn't this, like, the more likely of the two to happen? They say it's close, but it's like, I don't know who to trust at this point, bro. Like, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not believing anything until Schefter says because, something. And because, like we were talking about before, I saw that report that said when the Eagles asked for two firsts, one of the teams that they were on the line with straight up hung up on them. For Carson Wentz, which is <laughs> I mean, fair. Which is fair. If somebody came to me, I want two firsts for Carson Wentz just because Stafford. Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. They're not even the same stratosphere as no, far as bro. what they what they command for draft capital. Because yeah. Stafford's easily top ten. Yeah. I would, uh, easily, especially in this. I point. would say Wentz is top twenty. I I'm not gonna lie to you. The Rams are definitely on like my top five most favorite teams that I can't wait to watch next year. Like I can't wait to see Stafford with McVay. I, like yeah, that's gonna be. I nice. cannot wait to watch that. I can't wait to watch. Uh... Sean Payton with James Winston. <laughs> <laughs> what if he throws for fifty and five thousand, son? So if we if he doesn't win an MVP with fifty and five thousand, I'm he would win comeback player of the year for sure. Hey, I would win I MVP can, yeah, with I fifty could, and five thousand. Can you win MVP and comeback player of the year? <laughs> yeah, you can. Hey, you can yeah, first. First time for everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like winning a fucking Super Bowl okay, in home so, stadium. So you notice the, how nobody talked about that this year? What? How Tampa had a home Super Bowl? No, they talked about it. Oh, okay. No, not as I feel like it wasn't talked they about as much they didn't as blow when, it out of proportion. Like though. when Minnesota was doing it. Yeah, uh, bro, I promise you. Listen to Skip and Shannon tomorrow. They're gonna be talking about only that. I'm oh not listening God. to nobody. And they're gonna so tie like, it into LeBron somehow, bro. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm I'm not not I watched it already. Yeah, I'm not listening to no sports. For oh no, I'm listening to Skip get on fucking Shannon's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so the Bears, the latest trade that I saw, which I don't believe is what's going to happen, it was, what, two first? Two first, Jesus. No, I don't think it was two first, but it was Nick Foles and Tariq Cohen and a package around that. Okay, I fucking saw this in Philly. If this is true, third time is a fucking charm, are you kidding me? What the fuck? And Tariq Cohen? How many fucking sub-5-9 running backs do you need? You got Boston Scott. You already have Boston do. Scott. What the fuck do you need to? And you had Darren Sproles. And you had Darren Sproles. Like. If they were like, you can, like, we'll give you Tariq Cohen. I'd be like, nah, son, give me Cordell Patterson. Yeah, fuck. 
Like what? Give me a kick. Why, why would you want Nick Foles again? And why would you want like that was the? There's no way. Just so they can break his that's heart. That's why. I, that's time. why I don't believe any Can't of that t- shit yeah. until Schefter says something. Yes. When Schefter says something, I'm good. Or Rappaport. That's how I know, bro. Has anybody ever gone to a different team and then come back to like their original twice? Team? <laughs> no, more twice. than twice. <laughs> Yeah, like, it's a more than if twice, you do yeah. it, if you do it twice, it's more. It's like a I'm gonna end my career yeah. here. It's not like a I'm still playing. I'm gonna keep going wherever I can go. Like, like, I, like okay. So there, do you think they're gonna keep Trubisky, the Bears? Absolutely not. <laughs> Maybe Man, in like a Taysom Hill no, gadget type I, role. If okay, if you're the Eagles, why is Trubisky not a part of the trade? Because you have Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Which is a better Trubisky? Yeah, y'all really think that? Yeah, yes. I feel like Trubisky's a better thrower of the football than I think Hurts is no. better. At y'all football. really don't think so? No. I think Hurts is really faster ha- and can throw the ball better. Mitch has legs too, though. Mitch does have legs, yeah, but, but Hurts is, is faster. Mitch is. I guess Jason I wasn't Hill. taking into account them already having Jason, Jalen Hurts, Jason Hurts, Jalen Hurts. Mitch is but, Taysom Hill if Taysom Hill was scared to hit somebody. Like they already have Boston Scott too, which he's a stud. Was that a guy that played with Saquon? Is that Boston Scott? No. What's his name? Someone find his name. I'm gonna. Go. No, you're thinking of um. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Yeah. <laughs> Miles Sanders. They got him. So I don't see why they would want a running. No, back and Philly, what the trade. fuck are you doing with Miles Sanders? Why is he not a three down back yet? Like fags, bro. Why? Why? I like I, mean, I, I get it. He can't stay healthy, and maybe you're just trying to save him by not turning him to a three-down back. But coming into the season, we all had high hopes for Miles Sanders in fantasy that he was going to be a three-down back. I've been having high passes. hopes for him for the past two seasons. Right. And it's so annoying to watch. He's more of like that Devin Singletary type. Like, you just got all kind of hype around him. And he's just but he's season. more talented than Devin Singletary, and I know he is. Okay, but if I'm the Eagles and I'm trading to the Bears, like, I would want... Someone on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, from their Bears. Yeah. Not on the offensive side. Not Tariq Cohen. And not Nick Foles. You know? Like, if you trade me somebody, I would be like, I would want like a tight end. Yeah. From the offensive side. Or like a safety or something. Not even like a starting safety. You know? Just, why Tyreek Cohen? Yeah. And why Nick Foles? What's the point? That just seems like a... It just seems like a dumb trade. Nobody wins at that point. You know? Whatever. Let's go to the Colts. Let's go to the Colts. Okay, so we're looking at the Colts depth chart. So they got Jalen Morton, Jacob Eason, and Jacoby Brissett Mm -hmm. listed on their depth chart at quarterback. Bring back luck. Dude, I, I wouldn't be surprised in a couple of no, years. Chuck if he like, came out and said like he's more retired today than he was the day he retired. Oh so, man, you ain't him so he's done done. He's oh, done done, nah, bro. I wouldn't be sure. I wouldn't be surprised if like three years or so, Luck starts like putting out videos like Des Bryant. He's like, I'm coming back. <laughs> he's throwing passes <laughs> in high school stadiums. Oh yeah, no, he, impressed with the local he went to Stanford, son. He's a smart dude. He's probably done a CTE research paper or two. Like he's done. But, I mean, what do you think the Colts give up to get Carson Wentz? Definitely their first-round pick. Yep. Trey Burton was the other uh, tight end you were thinking of, by the way. I'm sorry, Trey Burton. Trey Burton, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send him back to the Bears. Send him back to the Bears. (laughs) Who do they give up from the defense? Because the Bears could give up Akeem Hicks and still be fine. 
I wouldn't give up anybody for Akeem my life. Hicks is the heartbeat of that defense, and you know that. Is he a free agent after this year? I can check for you. What team are we talking about? Y'all finish discussing that trade, though. What do you think the Colts would give up? I mean, what do you give up? I'm not giving two first-round picks for Carson Wentz. No, I'm not doing I, it. I, I give, give him a first. first. One. Maybe I, I'll give him like a first, a third. And Jacoby Brissett. Go be a backup. Go be a backup. Oh, but I want Jacoby Brissett. If I'll I keep if, Jacoby Brissett. Yes, because Taysom Hill's changed You've already game. tried the experiment, though, for, for two years. Like, Maybe and, give him T.Y.? Ew, no. Then what are you doing? You trade your first no, round pick. No, wait, wait, wait. Maybe give him T.Y.? Then you have Zach Pascal to throw then to? Then you just have a then bunch of old washed-up receivers. T.Y., Alshon, like. <laughs> T.Y.'s not that washed up. Not the T.Y. we saw with Luck. That's what if he's missing him, Luck. What if they send him Mo Cox a first round and, I don't know. I mean, they got Dallas Goddard on that. That they, he's their tight end moving forward. Who's that? Uh, Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles, though. True. So he's not very. Well, and they said Marlon Mack's also a free agent, so he also, really misses bad. He makes not a free agent. Yeah. Okay. So. I feel like Akeem Hicks would have to be part of that trade if they wanted. Cordell Patterson Man, is also a free agent, so that's kind of a. Allen Robinson, Mitch Trubisky, Cordell Patterson are some free agents. Deshaun Gibson, also a free agent. Not a bad pickup by, for anybody interested. Hashtag Saints. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so. What's next? Well, what do y'all think? Do, 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 where did we end up with the Colts and Eagles trade? Yeah, realistically, he's probably going to go to the Colts. You know, just because I really think it's all just because of Frank Reich. Like that. That's that's it. To that's me. the thing because I think Frank also where else wants can, him back. And that's what I'm saying. Where else does Frank like go to at the quarterback position? Does he really look at Brissett again and be like, "All right, you're my guy. Let's try this for a third time." If they don't get Carson, I. And Mac Jones is there, 20. I think they take him. That's that's, that's considerable. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's not a... But what about, do you think the Bears maybe draft a quarterback too? No. no the Bears I'm, are going to try and trade for a quarterback or they're going to yeah. throw money at somebody. Or they're just going to keep the Bears with Trubisky. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem with Trubisky, man, is they'll give you five games. Well, the Bear, oh, the Bears draft 20, the Colts are 21st. Oh, wow. So that's actually interesting. Yeah, so that yeah. makes the trade even more interesting because both, both sides are vying for him. It's like they're really neck and neck. Yeah. yeah. But I, I think the Bears would be more hard-pressed to go get a guy than to draft a guy. I, I could agree Just because the whole Mitch thing has probably left a bad taste mm-hmm. in everybody's mouth. Mm-hmm. But It does I, also just seem like a Bears Mitch, thing to do. Mitch shows flashes of... Being a decent, a top 15 kind of I think guy. it's Matt Nagy, too. Yeah, Matt Nagy's a dickhead sometimes. Yeah. I just don't like his offense. They just get hot and cold, bro. They really do. Like, the way they come out 5-0, and oh, then they lost, what, 7-8 straight, and then won 5 and It was like again. the Chiefs they beat Tom it. Brady. It was like, the Alex Smith Chiefs, man. It was the Alex Smith Chiefs. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That is a good way to put it. Um, so how much time we got on the timer here? Man, Alex Smith Chiefs. Let's just think about that for a second. You know, yeah, like that was wild. Like they, <laughs> they that had Kareem Hunt. That was four chicks. years ago. That was four years ago, man. Was that that was Kareem Hunt's rookie year? Mm-hmm. 
That's when they were. Yep. That was Andy Reid's first or second year in Kansas City too. I actually know it a lot. And Pat Mahomes was a backup. That was three years that. ago. Three years ago, Pat Mahomes was wait. That was twenty eighteen. No, twenty seventeen was the year. Oh yeah, that was Alex yeah, Smith, yeah, Alex yeah, Smith's yeah. Chiefs. Yep. I remember when the Chiefs got Alex Smith and everybody was like, "We got our quarterback." <laughs> <laughs> well, we got him now. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, should have been ours, but whatever. Whatever. All right. So we got. Um, you want to do Big Dill's Big Five? Ooh, yeah, new segment. Or do y'all want to just go with Jimmy's hot takes? Y'all just want to go ahead and wrap up this twenty-one NFL season and move on to a little bit of basketball. Yeah, so I want to see. You Close the books, away. man. Do y'all, do y'all want to make a rule that we don't talk NFL? No, no, there's gonna be too much off season. Yeah, until just the like, draft is looted. No, no, just, no. Uh, we're gonna have way too much NFL. We're gonna finish content. up QB carousel part three, and then we'll throw in like major news. Going forward, and then come draft time. Yeah, we'll see what the Saints' punishment for the, all that COVID stuff yeah, is. Yeah, thanks, AK. We still love you. Oh, yeah, geez. don't. I'm AK. not ready for Saints Twitter to blow up on him again. Yeah, so. All right. Anyway. Yeah. I'll, trade him. Trade yeah, him. Please, Fuck you, Jesus. idiots, bro. All right. Well, you know what? Let's. 2021 NFL season in the books. Congrats. It was a fun one. It yeah. was a fun one. It was an interesting one. Look forward to next season. Yeah, we'll see you in April, man. Bro, um, we got we got some big stuff planned on this pod for uh, draft day pod. The football season eve, the Sunday we record before football season starts, I'm going to be so hyped up. Oh, dude, I'm going to be wearing that Bears helmet. I put it on every year. <laughs> for the draft? Best. Yeah. I love that day more than Christmas Eve, bro. Oh, it's my birthday. If the draft wasn't so long, we could definitely, like, live live react to it. Oh, yeah. Dude, that first day takes forever. Yeah. It literally goes to, like, midnight. Yeah. Um, all right. All right, so we're going to get to some NBA. we got a new little segment. Yeah, new little segment. It's uh, Big Dill's Big Five. He's going to give us his <laughs> top five teams in the NBA. In the NBA, according to him. This is my list. This is his <laughs> list. <laughs> Fuck what any of you think. This is my list. He's Fuck so y'all. Proud of it. Oh, yeah, bro. I, I spent a lot of time in speculation on this list. Yeah, man. Bro, when I presented the idea to him, he immediately wrote down five teams and then went, well, wait. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to go from five to one or yeah, one five to five? five to one, man. All right. Five. Number five. Number five. Philadelphia 76ers. All right. I, I, do, be, I do believe Joel Embiid is the MVP at this point. Everybody's saying it's LeBron. They can, well. Bro, stop. It's not I, damn I LeBron. I don't get it. I really don't understand. The, the, it's because it's LeBron. It's LeBron, bro. It's, it's didn't the they win in double overtime last night, or did they lose that game? I think they won no, last night in double OT. I thought they won before against the Pistons, right? Am I mistaken? No, I thought th- I thought LeBron hit the uh, the game winner right before. No, no, it went into double overtime, but and I think they won. They won. And LeBron. Speak while well, we're speaking about LeBron. Courts. LeBron. Drag. He also passed Wilt for third all time in field goals made. That's that's a, a pretty that's big massive. Where's he at on the points list? All time points list. I think he's second. No, I think he's three or four still. He's he's somewhere between three to six for sure. All time point leaders NBA number one, Kareem. 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 Yeah, he's gonna be chasing Kareem. Carl Malone, then Braun. So Braun is three. Yep. Then Kobe, Jordan, Dirk, Wilt, Shaq. And he's and it's barring injury, he's inevitably going to beat that if he. Keep shooting his threes the way he is. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's two thousand behind 
Carl Malone, mm. and then he's what four thousand behind Kareem. So I think he'll be number one before it's all said and done. He he might get number one that year he plays with uh, LeBron James Jr. Bro, you really think that's gonna happen? That's not happening. Hey man, that's that's my all time like futures bet. All right, so yeah, once again, 76ers. I got him at five. Um, I you think put they that much trust in Ben Simmons. No, it's not Ben Simmons. I put that Joel. much trust in Joel. I think a dominant big like him in this league can carry them a long way. Um, I don't necessarily trust Ben Simmons until he develops a jump shot. We've discussed it many times. Oh, dude, they could use they could use some more perimeter shooting, which we've been saying about them for three years. But I do believe a dominant big like Joel. Can, can the way. he and he almost brought his team there? Had Kawhi not hit the the shot, the triple doink. <laughs> well, but to be fair, they had Jimmy Butler on that team too. Yeah, but that, and, that wasn't a fit. I liked it though. And they I mean, yeah, and, and they would not have gone and beat Golden State. Let's say that too. No, they they would not have gone on to beat Golden beat, State. No. Only Kawhi Leonard could have done that. And KD gets hurt, you know. Joel's averaging twenty nine, so I mean, this is big. His, him and Jokic got their MVP case for sure. Yeah, he's got he's what he's thirty nine percent from three point. Mm-hmm. Jesus, Joel is balling. An eighty five from free throw, and then from the field, fifty nine percent. That's all right. I'm with the MVP. You, thing. you, you like you like number five Sixers. I like number the MVP five, take. I okay, don't know if I like five. All right, six. all right. Joel for MVP. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to number four. I have the Jazz. I don't. I didn't even initially want to put them in my top five. Okay. I can't. I don't know if I can buy. Them. I was forced to put them in my top five because they do have one of the top two records in the NBA, and they have been balling as of late. Um, like I said, I didn't want to put them in my top five I don't originally. Know I, I just don't know if I can buy the hype. Is it even hype though? I don't know if I can. I just. I wouldn't say it. yes. It is hype. <laughs> okay. All right. Because I just don't know if I can. See, we, we don't know if know? we can trust Donovan Mitchell. We've had this discussion already. To lead us here, last five they played the Nuggets, the Pistons, the Hawks, the Hornets, and the Pacers. So we're not necessarily impressed outside of the uh, Nuggets. We have lost a, a certain team yeah. from Arizona in your top five. Then they played the Mavericks twice before that, no. the Knicks, and the Warriors. I'd put them in there over the Jazz, if I'm being honest. No. I'd definitely put them in there. Um, But I felt like I had to. Like I said, I had to put them in the top five. It's kind of hard at this point in NBA season. I mean, 19-5 and five, we're so about, We're about with. 20 to 30% of the way through. Just about. We're so not, playing 56 games. Yeah. They played 24. Yeah, so we're almost halfway through, and you have the best record in the NBA with Donovan Mitchell, who – can be one of the best one or two guards in the league. He re- he has that potential. He has that upside. Definitely. Will he ever develop into that? Remains to be seen. Remains to be seen. Because he's still young. He's still very young. And, you know, you still have a defensive player of the year in there with Rudy Gobert. Fucking loser. Um, Jesus. I don't like Rudy Gobert. I'm sorry. So, with it's that. It's the COVID thing. Not even that, bro. I just never really liked him. I just I couldn't buy his you don't, you don't You don't dig the Frenchman? I just can't buy his hype. Your family's from France. What are they going to think about this? <laughs> what, that I don't like one French guy? <laughs> French people are very sensitive, son. No, they're not. <laughs> they're not. They're really not. <laughs> the boss is hard out there. Um, all right, with that. I think we got we, a three. I got... Uh, 
A lot of people are not going to like this He take. put the Pelicans. No, come on. <laughs> come on. They're not even my top ten right now. Let's get some. Let's string some wins together, huh? We got three, three in a row, baby. Oh, we got three in a row, but I need I need at least a little bit more than that. We need to stay more Bucks, consistent. Bro. We beat the Bucks. Who's your official guess for his number three? My official guess? Yeah. Uh, Who do you think he has? Somebody three? from L.A.? Which LA no, no, no. The Lakers. Lakers. The Lakers. Ooh. Wrong L.A. team, boy. Uh, Wrong L.A. team. I mean, I was right. I had the area right. <laughs> I was in the right stadium. I was no. geographically correct. <laughs> the team that's not in the basement. Ah. The Los Angeles Clippers. The Lakers. Oh, my God. Ooh. Fuck. Come on, bro. Fuck. Come on, bro. Mental. Did it to himself. Did it to himself. All right. All anyway. they're missing is another shooter, if you ask me. They need a, they need better play at AD. We can't LeBron LeBron. Yeah, no, we can't ignore that. AD is like LeBron at this age falling off a cliff. Kinda, son. But it's we, like it's it's unusual he's soft, bro. Watch. Let's just call it how it is. He's soft. He's LeBron always been. Or AD? No, AD. I would never call LeBron soft, man. AD is soft. He's always been like that. He's still averaging twenty two points, but it's like ever since I seen that video, he was slow out the gate. Y'all went to double OT with the fucking Pistons. With the Pistons, bro. With like, Blake Griffin, son? Let's see here. Hey, man, right? could ain't no Blake no. Griffin D. Rose. <laughs> no, man. D. Rose actually got traded to the Knicks. He got traded to the Knicks today, oh, yep. Yeah. Keep mm-hmm. up, Jim. Keep up. Come on, bro. NBA's uh, fast. You're and right. I feel bad for Derrick Rose. Why are the Knicks taking What are y'all doing? They're taking them back, did they send? And then they send Dennis Smith a part of the trade, too? Yeah. Yeah? They traded Dennis Smith? Yeah. Jesus To the Pistons. Yeah. I was so locked in on Poor Super Dennis Bowl Smith, stuff today, man. I completely missed that. Did D-Rose play that game? No, he did not. Jeremy Grant's on the Pistons? Good lord. So, yeah, I have the Lakers at three because I think they need another shooter. I think they need better play out of AD. You're correct because he played 45 minutes. LeBron's got to stop airballing free throws. Let's also quick jab in there. AD played 45 minutes. Career 69% for LeBron at the free throw line as well. Disgusting. 45 minutes for AD against the Pistons, 30 points. God. What, What was the field goal percentage? Uh, or what was the ratio? Question. Uh, Anthony Davis. And Mark. And here, here's the here's where I'm going with the AD soft thing. Marcus Gasol is not helping him. I've, we've been on his case. No. Marcus Gasol. <laughs> he's he's soft too. He can't he can't do anything down there. I mean, guys are having his way with him. He's getting in foul trouble early. I mean, he's Trez. Just... Trez can't guard. And Bede, who's seven feet tall at the five. He can't do it. You want a field goal or three-point? Field goal percentage. Uh, against the Pistons, he was 59. Against the Nuggets, he was 62. All right, CAD, we, we, need, we, need, we need more than 50. You, you go under the rim. And we need you. Against the Hawks, he was 71. But in his last five games, against the Pistons, he got 30. Against the Nuggets, he got 13. The Hawks, he got 25. The Celtics, he got 27. Mm-hmm. And the Sixers, he got And that's got low for AD. Let's, 23. Let's, let's be honest. Those are low numbers for AD. And his field goals were not great. If they don't goals. if they don't get something, especially coming off the bench, some 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 help, because they, they lost a lot of height and strength by losing JaVale and Dwight Howard, and it's showing. It's really showing. JaVale was your starting center, and he's gone now. Where is he playing? Cleveland. Cleveland. I actually really like how Cleveland. Yeah, and Dwight Howard was such a big help for them coming off the bench to Javale. Great size, great block shot, a veteran shot blocking ability, veteran guy who matured a lot over the years. Yeah, for sure. 
And that's my main reason for having the Lakers at three because I think there's a couple areas that they got to shore up before I move them into that one to two spot. They need a they need a third, a little compliment to AD and bro. Now, with that being said, number two on my list. It's the Clippers. It's the Clippers. It is not the Clippers. It's the, it's, it's the freaking Nets. The nothing but Nets. Ooh. The worst defense in the league. It don't matter. We dropping 140 on everybody every they game, really son. Are. We dropping 140 they on everybody. We all kinds of numbers Good. on people. All we need, all we if we can hold anybody to under 115, 120, we're winning every game. Every game. They dropped, they dropped 147 on the on the Thunder, <laughs> and then the next day they dropped 146 on the Wizards, but they lost to the Wizards that game. Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Game. We need to go back on this because of all the Russ shit talk last week. After after me shitting on Russ for about an hour straight, <laughs> and our entire domino effect from the Sam Presti OKC draft years, Russ hit the game-winning shot on the nothing but Nets. On his former teammates, Brody showing out, fucking putting a sock in our mouths, and saying, "Why not me, man? Why not me?" Because you washed zero rings. Zero rings. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how many points are the Nets averaging a game? They're Worst averaging... defensive team in the league, but best offensive team in the league, man. They're averaging one twenty-two a game, which is so the all-time highest. Field goal, like point total in a in an NBA game was the Pistons versus the Nuggets, mm-hmm. December. Uh, blah blah blah. No no no. Golden State defeated. Yeah, Golden State defeated uh, the Nuggets, one sixty two one fifty eight. That's the highest scoring game. Oh. Do you think the Nets can get can eclipse the one sixty mark? Oh oh yeah absolutely. Yes, and- KD, KD dropped 50, James dropped 50, Kyrie dropped 30, everybody else pitch in where you see fits, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it could happen. Joe, look, Joe. Everybody else pitch in. Joe, just hit about six or seven threes from the corner. Oh, we Joe straight. Harris, bro. We grew oh, up. Yeah, corner three. As matter of fact, fact, matter of fact Joe Harris was the one that turned that ball over that led to that Russ game winning shot, matter of fact, okay. last Sunday. I still rock with Joe Harris, so. Um, if they add Drummond too, bro, like it's really probably. Over. Oh, I lied, I lied. My God, it man. was the Pistons. The Pistons scored one eighty six. Never mind. Um, <laughs> James Harden get fifty, KD get fifty. <laughs> with with what you just said, if they get Drummond, it's over. Yeah, and we we've been speculating on the Drummond trade for a while because they'll definitely put up one forty. If night. they get any sort of a semblance of a defense, if they can be a top. 18 defense, they're going to outscore everybody in the league and win every game. I, like, There's nobody that's going to be able to beat them in a seven-game series because you're not going to hold down that prolific offense for a seven-game series. I'll change that into if they can force eight to ten turnovers a game. Mm-hmm. Which James Harden can do. They can do Because he led the league in steals. I'll say it again. They can do that. In 2019. He and can if do they that. add drum, but they could easily. And KD that. can is is good for a few blocks a game. Yep. Not and you get the one of the best defensive players in the league with Drummond, best rebounders in the league. So we all agree that the only thing stopping the Nets is is defense. defense. James Harden. It's not James Harden. Ole. I'm gonna punch him. I'm tired of this James Harden hate on this podcast. Yeah, man. He's just bad at defense, <laughs> man. Ole. Ole. But, but do you like James Harden as a player? 
Like if he was on the How Pelicans, could he not? he's the best offensive scorer of all time. If he was on the Pelicans, would you be would you be upset? Uh, Steph Curry is the best offensive scorer. No, no, he's no. the best shooter of all time. He's the best shooter. James Harden can score everywhere. The fact that he had like stretches of games last year where he was consistently dropping 50. 40, 40 and fifty. <laughs> like, I'm gonna get in my NBA bag next couple weeks, so y'all just be ready. <laughs> yeah, bro, because we gonna have a good bit to talk about with the NBA. Oh, yeah. All right, so rounding off at number one. Clippers. Clippers. A big deals. Big five. Clippers. Yeah, what the for the Clippers? Y'all think it's coming. Y'all think it's coming. No, keep that same energy. Yeah, y'all keep I'm, that same energy. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Paul George. Playoff P. Mm-hmm. Playoff P. You mean the team that just lost to the Celtics and the Kings? Go ahead. Ah. That's okay. We don't okay. We don't care about this game. these games right here, man. You know how we oh, do. Oh, okay. Okay. What? Man, the games that seed you? Yeah. <laughs> We still, we still, the, are games? we still number one in the West? I'm no, pretty positive. No, y'all the are, are number we one. We've got a three. Yes. Yeah, y'all oh, I checked like two nights ago. Y'all are two and a half games back, bro. The Lakers is two now. Damn, I checked like two nights ago. We, uh-huh. we were still one in the in the West. No, but our day's coming. Keep going. It's all right. Okay. To be go fair cry. to Bergie. To be fair, <laughs> I'm not a go cry. To be fair to Bergie, Paul George did not play in the games that they lost to the Thank Kings you. and the Celtics. Thank you. Thank you. So I will give you that fair point. And if I'm being honest, I think the uh, upgrade from Trez to uh, help me out, I'm drawing a blank. Surge. To Serge Ibaka. I think that. I think. (laughs) (laughs) I personally think. To stage. (laughs) I think that's an upgrade for the Clippers on the defense and offense into the floor. I really do. Yeah, no. Serge Ibaka, bro. Serge Ibaka. Come on. to the stage. <laughs> and he's just, like, intimidating, eh? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to fuck with Serge. Yeah, I try. Especially with a name like Serge. Yeah. He sounds like Zerg from <laughs> Toy Story. <laughs> Come on, bro. Respect my partner like that. Yeah, I got the evil emperor Zerg. <laughs> Clippers at one. Um, I really think that this is still a championship caliber team. I still have them coming out of the West. I think that in the playoffs this year, LeBron in a seven-game series will not be able to go through this team. I really do not think they will. Let me, let me get you a way too early NBA final prediction. Way too early Clippers Nets Clippers. Nets. Yeah. All right. Nets Clippers. Well, you heard it. You heard it here first. Episode three. Another episode another five, another so. key miss <laughs> player okay. missing from the Celtics and Kings game. Uh, Pat Bev. I don't know if he's key, but you know. I mean, he's key in the sense that his he's presence the heart, is felt. His presence is felt. They, they, you can say he's the heart and soul of that team. He really embodies what they are as an organization. Yeah, he's always been sort of playing with a chip on his shoulder, and I think that Clippers franchise has had a chip on their shoulder, being the Ooh. the little cousin team to the Lakers. I wanted this. Okay, so the Nets and Clippers actually played each other Tuesday. Yes, they did. And the Nets won that game by four. Yes. So that is an early finals preview. I like it. And who do you like in that in that series? Nets. You really like the Nets over the Clippers? I mean, if we're going like off of y'all Clippers. logic that y'all have just bestowed on me. I like the Clippers. I'm They're dropping 140 on everybody. I'm, so gonna say I'm going to say the Nets just because I believe Kevin Durant is the best basketball like, player in the world. I like the Clippers. But I think the Clippers are a more well-rounded basketball team. Because, well, we just, And let's not even – we didn't even mention this. Ty Lue – knows LeBron's kryptonite. You know what I'm saying? While he was while he was taking a backseat to LeBron when he was his coach in Cleveland, 
he still was there with LeBron every day in practice. When I first got into NBA, it was when it was in 2016 when LeBron was winning his first championship with Cleveland, mm-hmm. and, or his only championship with Cleveland. Yeah, one of them. And like every time they called timeout, Ty Lue looks confused. He looks at LeBron as to why they called timeout. He's like, "Why we call timeout, bro?" <laughs> just like you know, just like tonight, whenever um, Tom was screaming at Bruce Arians, "Same, same." <laughs> Bruce Arians trying to sub on a different package onto the field, and it's like the play clock was going out, and Tom's like, "No, same." I can't lie. I think it was the year after that year that they won getting coached by the after player. I fell in love with the NBA because I saw it was LeBron it's a player's but, league but LeBron he caught a big old long pass mm-hmm. inbound against uh, Jimmy Butler mm-hmm. when he was with the Wolves and he just did like his God uh, Jimmy Butler with the Wolves he did his brawn like step turn fade away <laughs> and wet that thing bro and I was like oh his dream my shake God. his dream shake I was that's when I fell in love with the NBA but anyway, enough about me. Um, Clippers, Nets, that's your final. Yep. I like the Clippers, the claw. That's all I need to say. So do you still think Kawhi Leonard? Because the same thing with the Buccaneers, just the Kawhi Leonard effect, bro. Okay. These dynastic teams, I think they can win, bro. Kawhi Leonard is always the answer. He's yeah, I mean, it. he's done it. He did it with the Spurs. He did it with Toronto. He did it. He's the dynasty killer, he's I guess. He's the dynasty killer, bro. <laughs> Before they even get started, he got to shut that bitch down, bro. Uh, quiet snake. Uh, a little assassin, a bro. Little, yeah. Ninja, you know? Ooh. And it's like, in those big games, he always just shows, like, it doesn't look like he's doing much, but, mm-hmm. like, he's just so efficient in those yes. games. So that's my X Factor if it came down to those guys. Yeah, that's my, uh, that's my NBA Birdies top five big, power rankings. Big deals, big five. Big deals, big five. Yeah, beat out. Beat out. All right. What time we got? Let's round it off with some. Uh, some Let's round it off with Jimmy's hot takes. All right. So this is going to be fun. So we're doing this new thing. We kind of meet on Fridays, kind of discuss how the podcast is going to go. But this week we decided to go in a little different direction. We still met and talked about how we were gonna, what we were going to talk about on the podcast. But we decided from now on. Jimmy's hot takes are going to be a little bit of a surprise. Ian kind of gives us, like, the topic, and we the, get what he's going to talk about, and then he does his research, and then he kind of breaks it down for us. Oh, yeah, you heard that? I got yeah. All, yeah. all ten Loosen. fingers to crack, so, son. Loosen up, son. Jim, what you got this week? All right, so seeing that we are in the month of February, it is going to be Black Happy Hi- Black History Happy Month. Happy Black everybody. History Month, everybody. So what I'm going to do... Going forward for these next couple Jimmy Hot Jimmy's hot takes, I'm gonna spotlight some some key black athletes that were important to the Big Four, major sports. And grow if you the will. game, yeah, grow love the it. Game. So I love it. This is this so is more important. Than just because, right oh, just because yeah. I'm I'm a hockey guy. Uh, we're gonna get hockey out of the way first. We're gonna mm. talk about you know Hall of Famer. Thank God, finally we got we got some sense and we, we put this man in the Hall of Fame, mm-hmm. Mr. Willie O'Ree, everybody. What a guy. William O'Ree. So, Willie O'Ree was born in Canada. He is a Canadian. He is hockey's Jackie Robinson. He's the first black uh, black player in the league. And he played for the Boston Bruins, of all places. Could you imagine? Notoriously closet racist town, but we're going to yeah. save that for a different day. <laughs> well, uh, in that time period, every town was yeah. a closet racist yes. town. Yeah, but... I don't know, Boston kind of got stuck over there. Yeah. 
But anyway, he was inducted in the Hall of Fame in 2018 and under the builder section for growing the game, which Huge we're going to talk about. Um, a lot, one thing a lot of people don't know about Willie O'Ree is that his stats you know, weren't that great when he played, but he did play. He did spend a lot of time in the minor leagues where he, you know, he, he had a, stud. I'm looking at him Yeah, right he now. had a pretty prolific career in the minor league, but when he played in the NHL, he only played 45 games. He had four goals, 10 assists, 14 points, 26 penalty minutes. I was about to say, give me the penalty minutes. Yeah, so <laughs> the Willie's claim to fame is that while he was playing in the minors, he took a puck to the face and lost sight in his, I think it was his right eye. So when he made his NHL debut, he was blind in one eye. <laughs> and he still got 14 points? He still got 14 points. Hey, what? Yes. Led the way for a lot of guys like Jameis Winston. Hey, bro, that's playing, a, playing that's sports go, blind. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Willie O'Ree, everybody. Uh, so that's going to ri- wrap up my little spotlight for Black History Month. Man, Willie O'Ree, bro. Just think, without him... The Toronto Maple Leafs don't have their heart and soul right now. Wayne Simmons, 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 PK Subban's not in the league. George LaRock isn't in the league. George LaRock. Also a great actor. Let's say that too. A guy that played for the Red Wings tonight. uh, Giovanni Smith. Giovanni Smith. He got a Gordie Howe hat trick. Oh, wow. I love him. A guy that didn't play for... The ice skaters when we were growing up, Max and Fortunus doesn't get mm-hmm. introduced exactly. to the game. Mm-hmm. Like Willie O'Ree's impact is felt throughout the like even now, Quentin Byfield's second of, overall pick. Second mm-hmm. overall pick. Seth Jones. Like Seth, Seth Jones. Jones tearing up the league, gonna win a Norris Trophy. Did he win a Norris Trophy? Mm-mm. But he's he's, he's, he's in gonna, the conversation. Yeah. He's gonna win and one. Every year. So he's in the conversation. Thank you. For sure. Thank you, Mr. Willie O'Ree, for doing what you did, man. Huge we shout appreciate out everything. Well deserved Hall of Fame induction. Finally, yes. After all this time, well I was deserved. I was a little upset that they put him in the same class with Bedman. I mean, think about it though. Bedman has avoided how many lockouts? He's only had two. But I feel like he's he's done. But way I feel like much. putting Bedman in the same time kind of like draws away from yeah. Willie yes, Marie. I understand. But Gary Bedman. Who's like, the, Gary Bettman could have waited till, ne- till the next year. <laughs> so, just a little background information about who we're talking about. Gary Bettman is the current commissioner of the NHL. But I think the one thing that benefited to Gary Bettman's, you know, access to the Hall of Fame is the technology advanced so much as his time as the commissioner. Yeah, I mean, he that grew the We league. were able to market the game a lot better. I about to say, he grew the league way more than any other commissioner. Yeah. I mean, I get that. And he's starting like, to allow people like like our young stars like Connor McDavid and yeah. Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and all them take to like on, really branch out and, and like take on their own persona. Yes, yeah. exactly. So just like the NBA stars, we're making our way there. We're not there yet. It's baby steps because there's still a lot of traditionalists yeah. in the game. But once you know, you know, once we 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 all come to terms with it and we let the game move forward, it's going to be the best thing for everybody. And you, right. and you said like his stats weren't great. Forty three games. Uh, in his, well, forty five. 45 games, yeah, because I see a second. I take four goals in 40 games. Same. With one eye? But <laughs> but he has one eye, and also it's like the 60s, so it's like yeah. the coach is probably like, I'm not playing this black guy over yeah. my yeah. players. Right. You know? Yeah. So he made the most of his opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Good on him like, for doing it, man. Yeah. Like, there are guys that don't even get to score in the NHL, you know? Play years and years and barely score. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> John yeah. Scott. Yeah. <laughs> You know, well, so fourteen points. Like who among us can say they got fourteen points in the sixties yeah. as a black person in the NHL? Yeah, I don't know if like okay, this is gonna be lost on some people how Evans put an emphasis on the sixties. 
That Back was, then, that was like the wild west of the NHL. Like, dudes could like swing their stick you. like a baseball yeah. bat and kill you. And also, <laughs> racism was rampant. Oh in yeah, the 60s. absolutely. So you know, again, thank you, Mister Willie. And if, basically, I think what did, you're man. trying to say Ian, is like, if somebody wanted to take their shot or saw their opportunity to take a shot at Willie O'Ree, people would have probably turned yeah, a blind eye. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just like they did, I like no pun intended. Turn yes. a blind eye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was blind in one eye. Yeah, but right. I mean, I love Willie O'Ree. I'm so happy he's in the Hall of Fame. I watched his documentary the other day. If you guys haven't watched it, it's great. It's called Willie. Yep. Oh, unreal. Watch that. Unreal. Great, great, great. So, great movie. one last little bit of housekeeping I'm going to take care of here on Jimmy's Hot Takes. We have some baseball news come out this weekend. Um, you know, so this guy was, you know, heart and soul of his team for Go many, many years. Go Sox. I mean, I'm not a Red Sox fan, but in this case, like, I'm a Dustin Pedroia fan. Like, he's mm-hmm. he embod- he's the embodiment of a scrapper. Four days in October. If you yeah. have not seen it on ESPN+, Plus, you can go watch it. It's one of the best 30 for 30s there is. Yes. Dustin Pedroia. Also, what's the, what's the pitcher that got snubbed for um, – Hall of Fame. Kurt Schilling got snubbed. He was in the rotation this year for Hall of Fame. He's a part of that Four Days of October yeah. uh, documentary. He pitched a game with a. You should see the blood. The bloody yes. sock. It was insane. The bloody sock. That's a great. It's a great documentary. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Yeah. Uh, shout out to the old heads in baseball. Absolutely mm-hmm. ruining the game for everybody. So mm-hmm. uh, you're slowly killing your major sport. Yep. Congrats. Grow the game, please. Yes, please. Can we stop letting these Can old we... men do this? But anyway, and not even in like the speed. The game. I'm not necessarily about speeding the game up. Like let the, the players clock. be individuals. But let, yeah, like let your Tatis and your guys really be individuals. Let them bat flip. Let them do yes. all the, the charismatic things. Let them have like signature Trade celebrations. Yes. Yes. Stuff. Yes. yes. Come on, please. Like, Yankees, let your guys grow the hair out the way they yes, want. Come like, on. come on. Like I'm, I, I'm all for put the like, nameplates on the back of the jerseys. That's question. Mark. I mean, the red side. It looks good with the red side. I don't know how like, yeah, on Yankees. topic this is, but it's like the one I guess flaw I see with baseball. Why is it 162 games? That's ridiculous. Yeah, like we need to stop that shit. Mm-hmm. Why is it 162 games? That is honestly, way too long. Yeah, honestly, double headers. Like, yeah, like what's the point? Why not cut it down to like? 100. 100, 120. Honestly, you could play like, just make it like the NBA and the NHL. Play 82 games and then be done with it. Yeah. And then. And and can we talk about the no salary cap thing? Yeah, yeah. we need to put a salary cap. We need a, we need a, we need some sort of a salary cap in baseball. I mean, a, let's be honest. The Dodgers getting their second ace in Trevor Bauer. Like, yeah. come on. I was talking, we were talking about uh, Mike Trout's contract the other night, mm-hmm. and it's like. 12 years, mm-hmm. something like that. Baseball is wild. That's thing. unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You're not going nowhere. You're signing your life away. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're getting off on a tangent. I, yeah. I want to get yeah. back to Sorry. Dustin Pedroia, man. Like, yeah. what an absolutely unbelievable career. He deserves like, his respect. He deserves the respect. Uh, I'm not a baseball guy, so I'm just kind of following you guys. As yeah, that's all right. Dustin, but, okay, so the best way I can put it is, like, Dustin Pedroia was, like, just scrappy kid. Like, he was 5'9". Mm-hmm. Like from California, he's like, the kid that like you play against, and you say I want. I him absolutely, on, I want him on my team. I hate playing against him, but I want him on my mm-hmm. team. Okay, uh, I can respect that. MVP, one-time MVP, rookie of the year, four-time All Star, two-time World Series champion, Go mm-hmm. Sox, four-time Gold Glover, Silver Slugger, <laughs> many countless other awards. Hats off to you, Dustin. Like. Uh, 
let's see. Let me read his uh his uh stats here. Career two ninety nine hitter. Oof, almost at that three hundred mark. One hundred forty home runs. Oof, all right. Uh, seven hundred fifty two RBIs. 365 on base percentage, 439 slugging percentage. Contact here to say the least. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. You put the ball in place, son, you're going to play for a long Speedy time. Speedy guy. Yep. Yep. Happy retirement. Hit your you, gaps, buddy. man. Dustin, well deserved, man. Congrats on retirement. Uh, and, you know, hopefully the MLB can get his shit together. Hopefully you can get in someone's ear and grow the game for yeah, us. please. Well,. I like this. I like this tonight, guys. Put a put a cap on the NFL season. Now we go into the off season. Now we go into the off season. Tomorrow is uncharted waters that are always full of fun. Yeah, boys. There's gonna be a lot more basketball. A lot, a lot tr- more hockey talk on here. Of, a lot of treading of water. Can't wait for the Drew Brees retirement announcement. Oh my god! I can't wait for the fucking tribute card Madden to come out for all my mutt players out there. And then. Then we're going to have the Carson Wentz trade, I'm assuming, this week. I would assume. Yeah. If it's going to happen, I would imagine it's before. Because Schefter said the coming again. days. Yeah, yeah, before we speak again, I would yeah. imagine we have some sort of news. Mm-hmm. Hopefully. We're going to have a lot to talk about QB Carousel next week. I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't wait to pick the teams, bro. The QB Carousel is really about to get juicy uh, now. What next week's part three, huh? Part three. Yeah. Part three. Y'all tune in, man. Y'all tune, tune in. in. So y'all good? Yep. yep. Y'all good? Let's wrap it up, son. All right. This has been the fifth episode of the Halftimers Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. As always, I'm Evan Hale. To my right is Corn Dog Jimmy, my brother, Ian Hale. And we got Grown Man Bacon Bit Dill. <laughs> <laughs> part, it's a part 215 deal. <laughs> yeah, son. Hey, y'all, make sure y'all follow us on all our social media platforms. We're on Instagram at the underscore halftimers underscore podcast. Yep. And we're now on Twitter. You can follow us at the half at Halftimers Pod on Twitter. We'll be tweeting out some stuff. We're going to start watching some games and live tweeting some stuff. So y'all interact with us on social media, man. And maybe some point down the line we'll do like a little Q&A thing. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But also, still on Spotify, still on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you're telling your friends. Make sure you subscribe. Until next time, guys, this is the Halftimers Podcast. Peace. Later, guys.